At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. two of the nightcap alongside Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray. The return of Chris Beard is looking favorable for the team that he left. Texas Tech leading by 12 over the Longhorns of Texas. 62-50 to 50 at this moment in time. Auburn continuing to flex its muscles as the number one team in the country. Under eight media timeout. And they lead 79-61. to 61. You're going to be mean to our next guest, and I don't like. I don't appreciate First of it. all, first of all, I was raised by Sam and Carolyn King. I understand how to handle company. I hope you do. Never have to worry about me being upset, mad, disrespectful, malicious, any of those words. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous, but let's bring on our next guest, a fine gentleman, man behind the counter at the South Point. You know him. You love him. He is Vinny Maiulo, and Vinny joins us right now. I'm just going to turn it over to my partner here because yesterday, Vinny, on this program, he was not happy at the odds that were put out there for hockey. And I will let you explain, Mr. King. Well, and how are you doing today, Vinny? Good to see you. Hope your weekend was awesome. Hope you enjoyed the National Football League and the excitement it brought to our lives, you know, as much as everyone else. All good, Sean. All good, buddy. And and let me tell you, before you even ask, I'm a bookie named Vinny. It's going to be real hard for you to be that mean. So go ahead. And, and I don't know. I don't know where Tim gets that because he can't control his emotions. Don't push that over here on me. You were random. I mean, he's, well, I guarantee he's got to be sweating a basketball game right now. Oh, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been yelling. Vinny, he's Vinny. been yelling at the TV since like 30 seconds into the game. Uh, Vinny. Vinny is an alma mater. I'm sure. St. John's there in uh, Jamaica Plains, New York. I mean. Oh, the, oh yeah. The Johnnies against uh, the, the the Friars uh, of Providence uh, atop the Big East. Yeah. For sure. So that's that's yeah. the game I'm sweating. But I just want to know you were you were ranting, huffing and puffing. You know, gonna gonna you know the big bad wolf over there gonna blow your house down last so, night. So I need you to talk to to Vince. So I have a question first of all before I file a complaint. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, <laughs> is it irregular pre All Star game 
for the favorites in hockey to be at these prices? Because I tend, I, I seem to remember that in, in in previous years, as we got to the end of the season, you'd get these large favorites. But but pre All Star game, I mean, the Lightning were minus three fifty today. The Avalanche are minus five fifty. Vegas is is minus four fifty. Is this the market trying to correct early season losses? Or this seems abnormal. Am I wrong, Vinny? No, no. Well, you you, you normally don't see. You might not see it. Uh, this early, but here's the reality, guys. I mean, the, the thing about it is this, Sean. When you're looking, forget about the teams for one second. Forget about the Avalanche tonight. Forget about the Knights, even with all their injuries. Uh, when, when you start looking at these prices, look for the Lightning. It's look who they're playing. I mean, the the, the difference between in the power ratings alone. When you look at these teams. I mean, the Coyotes against the Avalanche, who forget that they're the hottest team in the league, forget that, and they still have injuries. They're, they're the, not only the best team in the Western Conference, they may be the best team in the league right now. So all we're doing is, is, is showing, is, is putting up what the teams are showing us. And by the way, the, the betters, you know, we oftentimes look at it this way. When you get to baseball season and you're on our side of the counter and you look at every parlay, and it's got the Yankees, the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Astros. It's the same thing in hockey. When you've got that kind of disparity between this high level of a team, and again, I'll use the Avalanche as the example, and no disrespect to the Coyotes, but it's a matter of the, the level that these two teams are at or not at, and that's what we go with. But it's a fair question. Another thing that's happened that I've never seen before, and I could be dead wrong, but I think about a week ago, for the first time, I saw a total of seven. And then yeah. uh, I saw another total of seven. Is that going to become a new trend? Is has there was a, there a rule change that occurred in hockey where the, the, the scoring has <laughs> gone up drastically? And have, I, have you Had you seen a total of seven before this year? No, not this early. Uh, that's that's a good question too. And you know, typically when we get you get more defense and you get into the playoffs, especially deep in the playoffs. But again, when you look at the scores of these games, right, Sean? I mean, they're they're they're, they're ridiculous. These are high scoring games. A lot of games are going to overtimes and shootouts, right? Which is going to add uh, another goal as well. So, um, you know what? We're just uh, we're reacting to two things: the the performance of the teams. On our side of account, you have to look at the way people are betting these games, and that's how uh, you know that's part of what the, our, uh, our our philosophy is too. When people are betting the overs, well, you know what, and, and the overs are getting there. Well, you got to respect that, and you got to make the adjustments with the prices. We're talking to Vinny Maiulo at Vsin Vinny on Twitter. You see him all over our network, and go say hello when you go to the South Point. You can place that bet. Don't yell at him as. Uh, as I- you need I, to stop he's that. Not yelling. I, I had a I had a laugh at that, Vinny. That line. I'm a bookie named Vinny. I've been yelled at before. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't yelling at you him. Guys, you you guys can make that, that price. That's an easy price to make. Let's see. The guy's a bookie for a living, and his name's Vinny. Oh, by the way, he's from Brooklyn. She, <laughs> pretty good chance. I got old ladies that have yelled at me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, My aunt Estelle yelled at me one time. You forget it. So I'm used to it. Go yeah, ahead. But, but they yelled at you using your full name, you know, Vincent. They never yelled at Vincent. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, knew, oh, you yeah. knew you were in trouble down, this, down the block when that name Vincent was ringing. 
Um, yeah, and the only that was the only uh, that was the only name I understood. The rest of it was in Italian, and they weren't and they weren't the good words. Either. <laughs> well, you know, you're probably your aunt and your grandma were mad that the Johnnies weren't covering, like right I am right now. So uh, <laughs> if they had, if the Johnnies were just covering, maybe everyone would be happier. All right, let's get to the Super Bowl. I actually do want to get to college basketball before we wrap up with you because you guys have a great, uh, great prop. We talked about it last night, but. Early action you've seen. Where did you open? Where are you now? Rams, Bengals, Super Bowl 56. Yeah, guys. Uh, Rams four. And again, we had some look-aheads. Remember, we had this matchup uh, going uh, going in at uh, about a three, uh, three and a half. But we, we used four. Uh, they laid the four, and it's up to four and a half right now. We did use 50. And again, that may, you know, some folks thought it was high. I, I think... We opened it high, uh, but for a reason because, uh, and I'll get to that in a second. But it's down to forty-eight and a half. So um, the money line from a dollar eighty all the way up to two dollars right now. Now here's the thing that we're going to see for sure: there'll be dog money on the money line because there always is for the Super Bowl, uh, and eventually we'll see this total creep back up. I think uh, the general public, in particular, likes points. Uh, they like to bet individual player props. Uh, you know, for the, to, uh, to the over for the most part, and I think that'll correlate to the total. But right now, we've seen Rams uh, on the side up to four and a half, Rams on the money line up to two dollars, and the total down to forty-eight and a half. So right now, would you say, Vinny, best case scenario would be Rams by two or three? Well, for the house, yeah. I mean, yeah, for the you house. Know, but just so, you know what? It, but it's Tim. I got to be honest with you. You know, ninety-five percent of this money is yet to come in. So, you know, I mean, but look, the other part of it is there's so much to to take into consideration too. Futures. Let's talk about the futures. You know, last January twenty-eight, the Rams before the Stafford trade, they opened twenty-five to one. Uh, The Bengals were a hundred to one going into, and and they got higher early in the season. Don't forget, uh, they were the fourth choice in that division. Uh, We've got other props up. We had Cincinnati overloss. Over the Rams, in terms of the uh, the exacta, you know, we put up the exact. You could pick the results of the Super Bowl game, the Super Bowl matchup going into the playoffs. We had the since we had the Bengals over the Rams at 100 to one. The Rams over the Bengals at 70 to one. Now let's take in 300, 350 props that we're going to put up, and we put up a couple of sheets already. So by the time we get to next weekend, when there's going to be three over 300 props on a game. So many different things that are going to come into play in terms of uh, you know what we're going to need and, and stuff like that. So uh, not even uh, not even worried about it. Uh, again, let the put this put the uh, the bets up. Let the folks have at it and uh, enjoy the action. Talk once again to Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point. Last night we talked about a futures prop that you had out there in college basketball that's pretty good one. and it's moved again you know from we last talked to we're going to put up a price on the screen it's actually moved since last night uh gonzaga purdue kentucky ucla illinois texas tech looks like down to a dollar 20 plus 120 the other two are up to three dollars a piece baylor arizona lsu michigan state duke iowa kansas villanova auburn wisconsin houston ohio state that is the other and then seven to one on the field. Uh, we've got a little over a minute, Vinny. What have you seen about this uh, futures prop, and and, uh, and and how did you guys come to this? Well, I tried to uh, give balance, right, and go with, and a lot of it, folks. Are, you know, again, we don't. I don't pay as much attention to to uh, 
the rank of the polls, right, Tim? I, I've always said, you've heard me say it in the past, polls don't determine prices. I, they, you know, the pollsters do their thing. I go by power ratings. Uh, Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro, and I put our heads together. We talked to Rich Bachelary, friend of the show, uh, with a respected college opinion. And uh, we tried to balance it out and put, uh, you know, a couple of teams from uh, the respective conferences. Uh, you know, Gonzaga, not one of the power six, because there are six if you include the Big East and, and basketball, unlike football. Uh, just tried to balance it out. And uh, biggest difference, I think, since we, uh, we put it up has been Kentucky and that impressive win at Kansas uh, last week. So, uh, yep, they, uh, you could have got uh, plus 180 originally yeah. on that first group with uh, Gonzaga and Kentucky. Uh, and now uh, they're down to six to five. And don't forget the field. There's <laughs> some quality teams in yeah. the field, too. Somebody gets hot uh, going into the tournament. Then, uh, uh, you know what? That's uh, going to be uh, uh, get some play as well. That's Vinny Maiulo Great from stuff, the Vinny. South Point. It's the nightcap here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Nightcap here on VSN. Thanks to Vinny Maiulo for taking his time to join us on the airwaves. Are you satisfied talking to Vinny? Absolutely. Pucksodomus was beating the book up, and they made some adjustments. It happens. <laughs> oh, we man. move lines here on the nightcap. Yeah, they, they should go against me when it comes to college basketball when I saw well, you. No, no. Oh, you just – you have to learn when a line stinky and when a line stinks. See, it's a difference. I just don't like dumb basketball teams. And I know, that's, but that's you know, Providence is eighteen and two for a reason. Sixteen turnovers. They they have they're shooting thirty six percent from the line. St. John's is. I mean, they're. I mean, what are they doing? I mean, this is just laughable. Uh, they're you know you bet a team at home that you shouldn't have bet, and they've gone thirty percent from three. That's what they've done tonight. They foul at the end of the first half. Dude shooting a thirty footer. They battle back. You know, I was just texted with Jim Root, and uh, he said they're, they're a great team to live bet because they're so volatile. Mm-hmm. They'll have these stretches, and they haven't scored a bucket in three minutes now. So it's going to be a loser tonight with uh, with St. John's. If you went with a 
uh, a ranked team catching points on the road, well, you're going to win. Uh, Providence is going to take care of business at St. John's. The biggest story of college basketball tonight, though, I think has to be Auburn. I mean, they continue to thump everyone in their path. They're well-balanced. You look at the score sheet tonight. Walker Kessler, the transfer from North Carolina, 14 points, 12 rebounds, four steals, seven blocks. He is having a spectacular game. Jabari Smith, 15 points, four boards tonight. Um, you know, coming off the the bench production you get from Wendell Green Jr. He's averaging 12 points a game. He's got 21 tonight. They are so fun to watch every possible way, Sean. You know what I wanted to ask Fanny? Could he take Villanova out of the Auburn group and put them in the middle group and put Duke in the bottom group? (laughs) No, because that would change the odds. Because, Not really. Yes, Duke is ten to one to win the championship. And what's Villanova? A uh, twenty to one. Well, make it Wisconsin. Flip it with Duke. No, something comparable. No, Duke has the second shortest odds in college basketball. I'm looking at their odds right now. Duke is ten to one. What is Villanova? Villanova is they're actually twelve to one. Right, that's what I thought. So it shouldn't make it. It would that change significant. it. Well, slightly. You would say no. So what? You want Auburn and Duke? Yeah. Okay, bet both of them. No. You get a better price than no. plus two three hundred. No. So Kansas, Villanova. I don't want Villanova. All right. Kansas, Duke, Auburn. Well, you're not going to get it because they're not going to change it. Right. But just if who do you like out of that group? Auburn, and then I love Kansas. Come tournament time. Okay. Then Houston, depending on the bracket and how it falls for them. Duke is 10 to 1. Right. Auburn is probably 10 to 1 as well. Might shorten today. And then Houston. So just bet them all. Houston's 20 to 1. Yeah, but I don't. Villanova has no shot. Wisconsin, no shot. Then don't bet them. Just go bet them separately. I could do that too, but I like kind of having the group. You're not going to get that group. He's not going to change it. He's going to say, I appreciate your suggestion. You don't find solutions. And, well, it's like you getting mad at me for, for saying. First of all, I don't ever get mad at you. Yes, you did. No, I don't. You, you raised your voice. You called me a nerd. And you said, <laughs> I don't like. And I said, Duke is not a one seed right now. You said they could get there, but they're not a one seed right now. Listen, and you man. got mad at me. You and Aaron you, you asked a question. Are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, if y'all don't think. Duke is going to be a number one seed. Do you? I heard what you I, said I, I right you, now. I know. I know. You I know. asked a question last night. You said, I know what you said. who are one seeds? And I gave said. you the answer and you wouldn't. You yeah, because you're wrong. You guys are wrong. Right now. I don't know, Ken Palm. It doesn't matter. I'm going, every, by, the, I'm going by the eye I will, test. I will get every bracketologist on this show for the next week, and they will all tell you Duke is not a one seed right now. Could they get there? Absolutely. You wouldn't listen to what we were telling Are they you. Extremely likely to get there? Absolutely. Okay, but they're right. not there right now. So that it's, means they're there. It's bracketology is based on what's happening at this moment in time, what their resume is. And the fact of the matter is they're not there right now. They will potentially get there. By the way, 
Auburn is adding another quad one win to their resume today. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, I mean, they're winning this game by 19 points. Yeah, they're having fun, too. So I just like the way they play. They're really good, man. They are. They're a good team. Taking a look at Texas Tech and Texas. I'm trying to see. There's no backdoor real possibility there. And Texas is what? Uh, plus five and a half, four and a half, was it? Plus four and a half? Uh, yeah, close four and a half point favorite. And they're going to they're gonna get their revenge tonight. can't believe you went against an 18-2 team. Dogs weren't barking tonight. Well, actually, Providence was a dog, so there you go. Dog, there's your dog. It was chirping. Yeah. It was chirping there, Providence. That kid Jabari Smith is really good. And his game is limited by playing in college. Like, you can tell once he gets to the NBA, like, he just sizzles. He's going to be really good. Uh, NBA tonight, uh, we had Phoenix as a seven-point favor. That's the only game going on at this moment in time. They lead 65-58. to 58. Uh, Other games this evening, we had New Orleans beating Detroit as a a two-and-a-half-point road dog. Milwaukee, late comeback to get the cover as they cover by a couple of points. They beat the Wizards 112-98. to Minnesota home favorite, they win. Uh, Chicago home favorite, they win. Golden State, there you go. Without Steph Curry, gets a win in San Antonio as a seven-point underdog. And then Toronto as a home favorite. They get the win. So once again, NBA dogs weren't barking. College basketball dogs yeah, they were, not really they were barking a little tonight. Noise. Davidson won on the road. As that a, is it. Yeah, as a, a really dog. good win. Yeah, really good win. Providence won on the road as a dog. Uh, they're about to. Yep, nineteen point oh, yeah, one seconds over. to go. This is done. Uh, Northwestern gets Kansas the win. Kansas with a that, solid road favorite win at Iowa State. That's they, a good win. They only they closed a 1 point favorite Ochi Abaji, their best player, ruled out uh due to COVID and uh, they rise they up. They beat the spread. Get, it was what it started with 4 and a half. Yeah, they beat all five, numbers. Yeah. They beat all numbers. They beat yeah, they beat uh I like them come tournament time. They're a dangerous team. I got them 14 to 1. Yeah, they're a dangerous team. They've got a lot of talent. I was talking uh, I was on Stormy show earlier today uh and talking about Kansas a little bit and they're they're a bit perplexing because they have all this talent all right Remy Martin the transfer from Arizona State was preseason big 12 player of the year he plays like 10 minutes a game so when you look at the talent that they have you know Jalen Wilson uh, McCormick uh, Abaji Braun Martin they've got talent yeah they've got a Hall of Fame coach experience size I was telling you, I like Kansas. I like Kentucky. I like Auburn the most. Yeah. Come tournament time. Auburn is. And you're getting good odds, double-digit odds on all three of those programs right now. Yeah, I think Kentucky, I mean, I think Kentucky's really fascinating. I would have liked them to get a little bit better uh, odds, but um, they keep shrinking for a reason. I mean, they've got talented pieces. They've you know, won a championship before. By the way, St. John's has hit two straight threes. It's over. Yeah, Providence makes Providence is a well-coached team. They'll they hit their free throws. Bynum doesn't miss free throws. Well, St. John's went four and eleven tonight. So yeah, that was good. That was fun. Yeah, you're such a hater. Hey, did your did your Penguins uh, beat the? Cap? I, I thought I was a news reporter. Oh, sorry. You tweeted it out. I'm looking at your tweet right here. 19 minutes ago. I'm sure St. John's being four and eleven from the line won't hurt us at all. Mm-hmm. I was repeating what you tweeted out. And they were four and eleven. Yeah. So what are you talking about? I'm a hater. You tweet. You, you put you, it in the stratosphere. It's hating. 
Hater. Bet against my caps again tonight. Yeah, I don't know, man. Betting against my caps, you're going to lose. I, I just don't understand how you outshoot a team like this and lose to them. It's, it's fascinating to me. <laughs> Let me pull this up. Where did you see this, man? All right, we have to get to uh, some uh, some Super Bowl MVP thoughts. They were outshot 47-32. to 32. The Caps were? Yeah. And won the game 4-3. Ridiculous. Well, the good thing is, if you're back to Auburn tonight, you got to win. So, congratulations if you're back to Auburn. 95-78. to 78, they, uh, they are absolutely hammering Alabama tonight. They are looking every bit the part as the number one team in the country. They might get to the century mark. Back to the NFL. Producer Aaron Oster. The little... We'll research on some wide receivers to win MVP. Is Cooper Cup worth a bet? We'll discuss that next right here on the Night Game. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Play Wrangler Squares and celebrate their 75th anniversary with a free shot at a share of 75000 bucks. Head to DraftKings.com slash Wrangler Squares now to get in on the action for football's biggest Sunday. Wrangler for the ride of life. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray and the Auburn Tigers. They get to the century mark. They beat their rival 100 to 81. They are the real deal. Walker Kessler, North Carolina transfer, 14 points, 12 boards, eight blocks. They've won 18 in a row, Sean. They are a tremendous basketball team. And while I'm sitting here and I'm licking my wounds from a just god-awful betting night on college basketball, the fact that we sat here a couple weeks ago, saw it was 30-1, to knew it was going to change, set on the air, go play it at 30-1. to Now, we'll see what happens, but ultimately having Auburn at 30-1 to is a... Fantastic ticket. And 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 Jim Root, even before that, right. said Auburn was a team to look at. And I, that's when it came on my radar, but I feel like I was the one really pushing it. Like, we got to get it done. Like, once I watched them play, like, they had all the attributes that I, I, I know you need to, to win tough games in the tournament, number one, but then, you know, ultimately win it all. You've got to have enough size so that you can rebound. But you got to have great guard play. You got to have guys that can dribble, guys create their own shot, and then a couple guys that can shoot. And then it helps if you have a legit superstar, and they do in Jabari Smith. Yeah, they are. Uh, they're really, really impressive uh, to see. So um, I want to get to a couple things here. Eric Eager normally going to join us uh, at the top of the hour, as he always does on Tuesdays. We'll get his thoughts. He was at Kansas City on. Sunday. <laughs> he probably wish he stayed home. Yeah. Uh, can't imagine 
he's too happy about that. It was his first, uh, I think, he, what do you say, his first game in, forget how long, yeah. a couple years he had been to Kansas City. But I still can't believe Mahomes choked. He was. Oh, my goodness. I, I, it's still, I've seen it all, man. Sean, it still doesn't really compute, right? Because we've seen big-time quarterbacks choke or quarterbacks who we think are elite who hadn't gotten there before choke. But he's won a Super Bowl. He's won an MVP. He's won the AFC twice. He was at home. I. It's still just to me, Sean. I mean, it happened. There's no going back on it. I just, it still doesn't make sense how this unfolded. Think about how many times they had the chance to put them away. Yeah. And they didn't do it. It, it is stunning. With you. Stunning. And we'll see. And that's why when you have the retirement of Tom Brady, and who knows how Patrick Mahomes' career will unfold. I imagine you would think he probably will win another Super Bowl, but it's it's really hard to do, man. It, and it, that guy won seven of them. It took some of the luster away from the Super Bowl, I think. Some of the, the star power. As oh, great a story as Cincinnati is, everybody's going to watch. It's a Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh, we like Joe Burrow, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. They don't have the star power walking in there, you know that that we really want, especially for our, a Super Bowl that's in Hollywood. I mean, you got Hollywood as a backdrop. Like, you don't have to Photoshop the, the sign on the hill. Like, it's there, you know, so fly, brand new. It just felt like we left a little bit on the table. I, I mean, I thought we were going to get to see Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes Brady rematch. You know, like those are the storylines I think the NFL really desired and wanted. But hey, that's why they play the games. Well, and you think about it too, we talked to Vinny and uh, they would probably never say it, but odds makers definitely wanted that. Uh, it's a short spread, so people will still bet on it. It's the Super Bowl, it'll be a massive handle, but it leaves some to be desired. It's mm. not Patrick Mahomes, it's not. Tom Brady, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's a lot of big it's a lot of pressure on Big King for this one. And, you know, San Francisco, while they have Jimmy Garoppolo, they got a huge fan base. There's a lot of pressure on Big King for this game. LA, the Rams, and the Bengals. And now look, I think Cincinnati fans will be, you know, flocking to LA. There's no doubt. They haven't been to the Super Bowl since what, nineteen eighty eight? So it's a it's lifetimes. It's a generation that has not been to the Super Bowl. So they've got an opportunity there. I'm excited for any Bengal fans out there, but it definitely takes away from some of the buzz. The MVP market is one that will certainly be discussed. A lot of pressure on me. Address the elephant in the room. What? Well, because you went three and zero. That's right. Yeah. I'm undefeated in the NFL playoffs on Big King's best bets. Week one, I said Buffalo Bills. It was a no-brainer. They thrashed the New England Patriots. Week two, I gave out the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, got a little shaky there at the end, but ultimately Patrick Mahomes came away with the win. A little bit. You still got to cast a ticket. There's I know, no right? denying that. But and then the championship round. 37-33 with 13 Championship seconds to go. round, it was the San Francisco 49ers. And kind of unbelievable. They didn't win that game outright, but, you know, the hook played a role. Yeah. No, covered. So that's 3-0 on Big King's best bets throughout the NFL playoffs. So I'm doing my research. I'm leaning one way right now, but but it's a lot of time between now and then. But I think I know where I'm going to be at in this one. 
Sometimes you have to believe your eyes. Like, what are your eyes telling you? Well, you got prop bets too. You don't have to just do side or total. You can get. Well, you, you first, can, we got to address the nation. I mean, when, when, you know, when you get a State of the Union, you got to address the nation first. You can get to all the little. Man, you really think highly of yourself. Well, I'm just thinking highly of this one particular bet. This has nothing to do with me as a whole. This is just one particular aspect of the portfolio that we provide to our viewers and our listeners. And it's hot right now. So you got to push the hot parts of the portfolio. Jimmy Garoppolo threw a ball off of Jalen Ramsey's chest. Hell, Matthew Stafford tried to play catch with, was it Tart? Yeah. He also, three? he also tried to play catch with Ben Skoranek yeah, and Cooper I mean, Cup, too. It's a reason the DBs play yeah, that DB. Is, that is Ooh, true. Tried to be receivers and couldn't catch. So real quickly, before we, before we hit a break here, uh, Cooper Cup, as you would imagine, outside of the quarterbacks, is the next favorite to win MVP at plus 600 for the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, even money. Joe Burrow, plus 225. This goes on. I think Aaron Donald's intriguing when you look at the offensive line that he's going to be going up against. Jamar Chase at 18 to 1. So Aaron Oster, our producer, did a little digging. And there have been a couple of MVPs that play wide receiver. Julian Edelman most recently mm-hmm. did it when the uh, Patriots beat the Rams in that 10 to 3 game. Edelman, 10 catches, 141 yards. Have a punt return in that game? I think he had a punt return too. That set up some uh some plays. 262 and an interception where the quarterback stats, that's Tom Brady. Santonio Holmes in Super Bowl 43. Nine catches, buck 31, a touchdown. Big Ben, 256, touchdown and interception. Heinz Ward, five catches, 123 yards, and a touchdown. And the stats from Big Ben, not pretty. And then Deion Branch, 11 catches, a buck 33, and Tom Brady in that Super Bowl, Super Bowl 39, 236, and two touchdowns. So essentially the question is, Sean, Cooper Cup is going to win MVP. He's going to need to have the bulk of the receiving yards, probably a couple touchdowns, and what is Matthew Stafford going to do outside of his throws to Cooper Cup? Well, can I get the uh, the list, the initial list? Can can you put that back up? The one that had, uh, yeah, Osterman Super Bowl MVP. So, so here's how I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this a little different. No, we're just pointing out Cooper I know. Cup. Right, right I know. Yeah. I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to take away from Cooper Cup's statistics. He's become, he's become a real part of what they're doing offensively. So just for comparison's sake, San Francisco game, he had a buck 13, nine catches, no touchdowns. Cooper Cup still had 11 catches, 142 yards, and two touchdowns. But it's hard to say that Cooper Cup, you know, because if, now you have both of these guys, so now I think you default and give it to someone else. If the Rams 49ers game was a Super Bowl, I think Matthew Stafford wins MVP. Right. Because he had 337 yards. Which is what I'm saying. Right. Right. And that's why I think at 6-1, to one, it's not a good bet to bet on Cooper Cup. So there, there's two bets on it that I really like, and then there's one bet that I don't see that I love. I think a defensive player is going to win Super Bowl MVP. So I think Aaron Donald at 16 to 1 and Von Miller at 45 to 1 are great odds. And then I want to get Henderson, Hendrickson, the DM Trey from Hendrickson. Yeah, from Cincinnati that came from New Orleans on the opposing team. Because if one of those guys dominates and has a big game, 
They're going to win it. It'll be Hend- second one for Von Miller, by the way. Hendrickson is 100-1. to one. Oh, yeah, those are the three bets. If the Bengals win, Joe Burrow's winning the award. I would be stunned if he does not win the award, but I do like a defensive player. It's a nightcap here on VC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Getting ready to watch the big game. We want to make sure VEASAN is part of your plan. On Championship Weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com. Leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after the game at VEASAN.com. Eric Eager will join us at the top of the hour. As we will break down Super Bowl 56, continue our previews for that. Just a, a quick glance at what has been happening around the world of sports tonight. We saw a very impressive couple of performances, maybe none better than Auburn. 100 to 81 victory over in state rival Alabama. They covered the six, six and a half point spread, depending on uh, where you bet that one. Texas Tech, with the return of Chris Beard, they beat their former coach and covered 77-64. to St. John's at home, lost as a home favorite to number 15 Providence, who continues to play exceptional basketball. Props to Ed Cooley and his squad, as some bracketologists have them potentially on a two-line, and uh, they get another very nice win there due the Providence Friars. So impressive performances tonight. Got a couple games going on, uh, maybe a little bit off the radar. UNLV, give them credit, coming off of a very... I was going to bring that up. A very impressive win over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, They beat Colorado State, and you would think this is a letdown spot. You talked about the number coming down a little bit yesterday, and they're up 16 at the half. So Kevin Kruger in his first year uh, doing some good things there uh, as they're starting to maybe hit hit the on button there. Uh, in the Mountain West. Phoenix and uh, Brooklyn playing right now. That one in the third quarter. And uh, the Phoenix Suns up 88-76 to on the ice tonight. Uh, Hold on. Uh, Shout out to two road teams going on the road being ranked dogs. Creighton went to UConn and won outright. Yeah, as a 10.5 point dog. Also, Ole Miss went to LSU 
as a double-digit dog and won outright. So hats off to both of those programs. A wonderful night on the ice for me. Um, thought I saw a lot of value uh, in the Islanders' puck line tonight. They easily handled the Senators from Ottawa who playing back to, the second night of a back-to-back, 4-1. to I also love the Rangers at home in this spot. The Florida Panthers are a different team and not in a good way on the road. You know, at home they're almost unbeatable, but they're vulnerable on the road. And so uh, I got an opportunity to back the Rangers, you know, at plus 144. So I wish we can get Vinny back on because the uh, Knights that he made minus 550 are in overtime against the Coyotes. Well, which means that they should have never. And the Coyotes actually won. Colorado Avalanche. I, told, I mean the avalanche, right? I told you on this show when you were ranting and raving, I said you got to take Arizona. Just take Arizona plus the 450. You didn't listen. And they just beat the Colorado Avalanche plus 450 on the money line. I should have bet them. I don't bet I don't bet hockey like you do, Sean. I should have bet Arizona tonight. It would have helped alleviate the pain of this evening. The Arizona Coyotes just upset the Colorado Avalanche. Plus 450 dogs. What are you trying to see? It says end of the shootout, 2-2. Two, two, so. Oh, okay. But I guess the Coyotes found a way to win. I don't know. Trying to make sure that that was the correct information we were giving out. But, hey, man, you know. Yeah, they won. If you can pick that one. The Coyotes one, won. If you can pick that one night out of, uh, I think, the. I thought you were. You told me. The Avs have won, like. You were the CEO 13, of the dog 14 fan. games in a row. I think they won 18 in a row. Like, four of those have been against the Coyotes. And the Coyotes finally won a game. And I think they were down 2-0, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to retweet that, uh, retweet that video of you being so upset. So, hey, Arizona Coyotes. We always do that. We'll do that a little bit later. The All dogs right. that are barking. Um, so tomorrow's pretty normal. Tomorrow's pretty normal. Calgary's at these Coyotes, minus 275. But everything else is minus 160, minus 155, minus 140, minus 160. Tomorrow's a relatively normal hockey day, just like it should be. All right. Um, so Eric Eager going to come up top of the hour. We will, uh, we'll get to some college hoops tomorrow, hockey tomorrow, the dogs that are barking, all of that. Uh, but I, I do want to get uh, your take, Sean, uh, of the league that you played in mm-hmm. for uh, almost a decade. Um, you've spent times on the sidelines and high levels of college football. And Brian Flores today has filed a lawsuit against the NFL. And... He is alleging discrimination in hiring in the NFL. Uh, There are text messages from Bill Belichick before Brian Flores interviewed for the Giants head coaching position. Belichick saying congratulations on getting the Giants job, thinking it was Brian Dable. Um, He also felt like uh, it was some pretty damning evidence Uh, that he's alleging uh, that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, offered $100,000 per game back a couple years ago for them to try to tank the end of the season, as you see some of there. Uh, During the 2019 season, season, Miami's owner Stephen Ross told Mr. Flores that he would pay him $100,000 for every loss, and the team's general manager, Chris Greer, told Mr. Flores that Steve 
was, quote, mad that Mr. Flores' success in winning games that year was compromising the team's draft position. So, obviously, Sean, uh, diversity at the head coaching position in the NFL is a massive issue right now. There's one black coach that is a head coach, and it is Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Steelers. What, what are your thoughts on, on what's been well, happening? Well, I think this is the best thing to happen as far as creating real change. I mean, you know, you said it yourself. And I have this conversation with, with a lot of people, different races, you know, some passionate about the National Football League, some just into human rights, mm-hmm. you know, some into equality. Not all, you know, necessarily are, are as concerned with the athletic part of it as they are with, you know, it's an issue among other sectors of, of business in this country as, as well. But, you know, when you look at, the actual numbers. And I say all the time, the NFL has a monopoly. There are only 32 NFL teams in the world. There are no competitive leagues that compete with the National Football League. It stands alone. If you want to play professional football at the highest level, it's only the National Football League. You can't go to another country and play anything remotely similar from a status compensation standpoint. So now we peel back the layers. The workforce consists of majority what demographic? Then you look at the guys that are the head coach of the workforce. And as you mentioned, there's one. Out of 32 teams, there's one black head coach. And I think where the NFL gets itself into trouble is its actions don't back up its words. And it says the right things, but it always does the same thing that caused it to need to say these things in the beginning. Like when, and I'm not isolating any one particular person. This is more a recency thing because he was so prominent. Eric Bieniemy. I mean, say what you want about Eric Bieniemy. How does Joe Judge from the New England Patriots, who's a special teams coach, get an NFL head job before Eric Bieniemy? I mean, it's hard to justify that, you know, and then say that there's equality in hiring. Uh, I don't know if Brian Flores is going to win this lawsuit, but I do think this is something that needed to happen because when you deal with people who have of affluence, like the ones that own NFL franchises, I think litigation is something that they actually understand too and you can create change utilizing. One of the reasons that I think the NFL has probably the weakest union of all of the major professional leagues is because they have not been willing to go to legitimate litigation. Every time they've tried to strike, we've had fill-in players. There's always been something to kind of bridge the gap. And, you know, this has to change. And I'm glad it happened now because there are a lot of openings, Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago Bears, uh, Matt Eberflus, I think is his first name. Eberflus, yeah. Uh, he was the defensive coordinator of Colts. the Colts. Not a, not a minority. Uh, New York Giants, Brian Daybowl, uh, not a minority. Uh, we're hearing that Jim Harbaugh is going to get the Minnesota Vikings job. Not a minority. Uh, Las Vegas uh, Raiders, Josh, Josh McDaniels, Denver Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett. And the only reason I bring that up is because, okay, now we're about to go through another cycle again. And there doesn't seem to have been much change. And I think it's disappointing. You know, I think uh, Brian Flores and his lawsuit is going to bring a lot more attention to it than we would have gotten without the lawsuit. So I think it's a good thing. We will see. Uh, the NFL quickly uh, came out with a statement uh, saying the allegations were uh, 
not true, and it's kind of hard to say that two yeah. hours after the fact. Well, how do you say it when you have 32 teams and only one sitting blackhead coach? We'll talk some NFL top of the hour. Eric Eager will join us. It is the Nightcap here on VSIN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare